Hello guys and welcome back to episode 74 of the Reddit Readings Podcast. If this is your first time here, then just welcome. We drop two episodes a week, so make sure you're following. Today, we have some absolute bangers from the Today I Fucked Up friend. But before we jump into that goodness, a quick word from the sponsor of this episode. Do you find yourself looking at all the bourbon on the store shelves, but don't know where to start or the difference? Do you enjoy bourbon, but want to know more about the science, the history, and the stories behind the label? Did you know that bourbon is a distinctive product of the United States? It can't be produced anywhere else in the world. And no, not all bourbon has to be made in Kentucky. I learned this listening to Bourbon Pursuit. If you think you like bourbon, get ready to love bourbon. Bourbon Pursuit is the official podcast of bourbon. The best source for all bourbon news, reviews and interviews with people making the bourbon whiskey industry happen. Three new episodes every week. Learn the next bourbon trends, great bottles, the personalities behind your favorite brands and get the juicy scoop on all things whiskey. Past guests have included CEOs, master distillers, the brand ambassadors from every major distillery, authors, bloggers, industry influencers, retailers, celebrities, and unique consumers who hunt rare bourbons. Take your knowledge from being a bourbon novice to a bourbon baron. Wherever the good stuff is poured, Bourbon Pursuit is just a play button away. Join your hosts, Kenny Coleman, Ryan Cecil, and Fred Minnick on an epic bourbon adventure. Subscribe and follow Bourbon Pursuit wherever you get your podcasts. Tonight, only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. From user Huffle Hugs. Today I fucked up by thinking I'd kicked food poisoning's butt. I am the dumbest person alive. Last week, I apparently ate something that was contaminated. Spent eight hours on Thursday, starting at 3am, puking out my digestive system three to four times every hour. Slept on the bathroom floor when I could. It really, really sucked. Well, today is Tuesday. I figured surely, by now, especially since I haven't thrown up since Thursday morning, I'm fine. Everything is fine. Sure, my stomach's been a little upset, but that's anxiety about getting sick again. What better way to celebrate my victory? I decided than a big bowl of chocolate cereal 
in the car on the way to class while my dad drives. Ha 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 ha! Laughs my digestive system. You fool! And yes, I am the fool. Forty minutes before my first exam of the day starts, and my stomach is trying to escape from its mortal flesh prison. I have learned my lesson. I am never eating food again. I wish I was never born. Coincidentally, I had food poisoning recently, and I can confirm it does suck. All right, on to the next one. From user Turpin One. Today I fucked up by unknowingly registering for a fast-track doctorate program and destroying my life in the process. Now this might be a happy fuck-up, but it is definitely a fuck-up. I have cried tears of anger and relief today. I started my doctorate in January and have been plugging away at it ever since. At first it felt like the workload was manageable, but very soon into the program... Everything accelerated and the homework began piling on. I was assigned hundreds of pages of reading each week along with 25 to 50 page papers. I figured this was just grad school and it was normal to have to do this. The instructors said that we should expect 15 to 20 hours of work per week for each class, which sounded a bit much, but I didn't think too much into it. Things really started to take a toll on my life by my second quarter. I was falling behind in work and unable to contribute to any of my household responsibilities. I became depressed shortly afterwards and was having suicidal thoughts. I was barely able to make it through each day. Some days I could barely bring myself to brush my teeth or shower. My fiancé was amazing during all of this and took over managing the home front while I worked and focused on my schooling. I had to start waking up at one in the morning to get my schoolwork done before teaching and he would get up every night to make sure I woke up on time and get a few hours of sleep himself before going to work at five. We got to see each other for about an hour each day if I didn't fall asleep before dinner time. Today I received a notification that I'll be completing my coursework next quarter and will begin my research phase in the spring. I didn't think I was graduating for at least three more years, but I have less than a year and a half left. On one hand, I'm glad I'm almost done, but on the other hand, I put myself through absolute hell by clicking on the wrong registration button. My fiancé is thrilled that this is almost over, and he thinks he should get an honorary doctorate for his help. I definitely agree. Edit. I just woke up from a ton of comments and questions that I can't answer individually because I'm currently working on a research proposal, but basically, yes, I blew through my orientation and signed up for one of two options for my degree. I thought I was choosing the same degree plan a colleague of mine had completed and ended up in the wrong track. My research is focusing on adult second language learning patterns and effective instructional techniques. I have up to five years to complete this portion but I'm hoping to finish it much sooner than that if I can. Yes, it's an online program, which is why I never met with a counsellor or advisor. I plan to set up my first advisor meeting once this quarter is over. Edit 2. My fiancé found this post this morning and is enjoying the accolades he's getting. 
I think I'll take him to Hawaii when this is all over. Gotta say, I'm impressed. You got so focused on getting it done, you didn't realize what had happened. Good job. Okay, next one. From user Rolls Royce. Today I fucked up by meeting a very attractive girl and giving her someone else's phone number by mistake. So I was climbing at my local gym today. I'm single, and so when a cute girl comes at me with small talk, I'm eager to strike up conversation. We get to talking and end up climbing together for the next hour or so and have a great time. When she's ready to leave, she asks how she can stay in touch to let me know when she's going climbing next. I offer my phone number and she hands me her phone to type it in. I put in my number and call myself, but don't have my phone on me so I just let it ring. That way, I'd have the missed call when I get back to my bag later. We say our goodbyes and she leaves. I climb for another hour. When I get done, I go check my phone and there's no missed call. I know I called myself and it was me who typed in the number. So that can only mean I typed my number incorrectly and called some random number from her phone by accident. Now, I missed out on a possible date opportunity with a gorgeous woman, and I feel terrible because she's probably thinking she just got stood up hard, like to her face, shut down. Edit. Wow, I did not expect this to blow up like it has. I think the romance of it all got a little out of hand in the comments. I just fucked up and gave her the wrong number and I'm kicking myself because I hate it if she felt I turned her down with a fake number right to her face after we hit it off well. Still no contact yet, but I'll be back at the gym this week. No need to camp out or ask anyone at the front desk for help. I'm sure I'll run into her again eventually and I'll get her my real number and update you all. Also, no... I don't know the number I mistyped into her phone. If I did, or if I had access to her phone to see what I typed, do you think I'd be in this situation? Well, I am going to take solace in the fact that every time an attractive woman has given me her number and it's been wrong, that maybe at least one of them, it was an accident. (laughs) Alright, on to the next one. From user Long Jumping Tune... 9787 Today I fucked up by losing my mind at all-you-can-eat sushi. So to preface this, I am a small, 100-pound soaking wet female who just happened to love sushi. So as a payday treat, I go to my local sushi restaurant for their all-you-can-eat dinner for $25.99. I am stoked and immediately order six of all of my favorites about 36 pieces and I'm over the moon as I dig in halfway through my lizard brain tells me this is clearly not enough we require more so I do the stupid thing and order a second round of everything as well as 12 pieces of salmon sashimi because that's a good idea the second round comes and I get a little nervous this is a lot more food than I realise However, this restaurant will charge for uneaten food, so I do my best to scarf down the additional sushi, becoming more and more aware that a competitive eater I am not. 
Each roll is a stone rolling down my already overwhelmed stomach. I peel the salmon off the last four rolls and hope that the leftover rice won't count as uneaten food. The server clears the table and I drag myself from the booth and waddle painfully towards the till. How was everything? Oh, just fine, until I realized I left my self-control at home. I drive home, feeling like a balloon about to pop. As I park and exit my car, I try and burp and throw up a tiny bit onto the sidewalk. That's not a good sign. I'm sweating. I can't sit down. My stomach is throbbing from overcapacity. I feel like I need to burp, so I crack a can of soda water and chug it through a straw. For a moment, everything is so much worse, but I can feel it building to something. The pressure is too much. Something has to give. A dive for the toilet. When it's all over, my dinner is flushed along with a bit of my self-respect and my throat feels like I just made it through a horror movie as the final girl. I can't tell my family, as this will put their faith in my ability to take care of myself even further into doubt. So, you lovely people may share in my shame. And in case you were wondering, no... It was not as good on the way back up. I very much feel your pain. I could definitely not be trusted with all-you-could-eat sushi. I love sushi. I would try and eat all of it. Okay, moving on. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Today I fucked up by misunderstanding my allergy test. So, starting about two months ago, I developed a full-body, 24-7, burning itch. No visible rashes or anything of the sort. Obviously, the first reaction, hey, is to assume it's an allergic reaction. But I made no changes to my diet. Detergents haven't been anywhere exotic. Complete mystery. Nothing to be done but to start popping antihistamines and try and see a doctor. This was a nightmare due to the fact my usual doctor had a COVID outbreak in their practice and was shut down for the time being. No other GP would take new patients. During this time, the reaction was just getting worse and worse. Hives started popping up everywhere, rashes, the works. I'm barely sleeping at this stage. Maybe an hour or two a night. Every waking moment is focused on how unbearably itchy I am. Finally... I managed to swing an appointment for an allergy screening with a different doctor. The chap takes about half the blood in my body out for testing. Says the results will be back within a few days. Got on some nuke-equivalent antihistamines and steroids to try and calm things down. As the week is going on, it's still progressively getting worse, but I'm in high spirits with the light at the end of the tunnel that at least I'll figure out why my body is having a meltdown. 
A week passes, hearing nothing from the GP, so I call them up asking the doc to ring me back when he gets a chance. The conversation went something like this. So I have the results here, sorry. Been snowed under with work. Your test came back with some significant allergies. Go on. So, firstly, dust mites. Serious reading on that one. Ah, yeah, I knew that one. The only other big one is, uh, weed. Weed? Weed. I was fucking devastated. My one true love, Mary Jane, was trying to kill me. I didn't even smoke a lot, maybe two or three times a week, mainly weekends with a few drinks with the lads. But I love the stuff. My family and friends all found it to be beyond hilarious despite how disappointed I was. I didn't even think it was possible to be allergic to weed, but the doctor said what he said. I was thinking back to some sketchy weed I bought. It's illegal in my country. Which smelled strange and tasted strange. That must have been it. Must have been sprayed with some synthetic cannabinoids, which overload or tripped some kind of alarm in my body. It did kind of make sense because I had started smoking more to take my mind off the itching and to help me sleep. And looking back on it, that did seem to make it worse. A lot worse. I was happy that at least I had an answer, something to work with. So, I stopped smoking. Cut to today. It's been three weeks since last smoking with absolutely zero, nada changes to the reaction. I developed a full-blown skin infection from the scratching, which thankfully is being sorted by my old GP reopening. He also laughed for a good five minutes when I told him the results. I'm thinking at this stage that something fishy is going on, so I ring up the GP I had gotten the test from, asking to see the full report. So the doctor who had told me I was allergic to weed had a very strong accent, and we discussed it over less than perfect phone signal. Seeing the actual results written out on paper gave me a mixed sense of relief, frustration, and embarrassment. And honestly, I'm a fucking moron for not requesting the paperwork sooner. A full extra month of going through hell with this getting progressively worse for no fucking reason. Wheat! I'm allergic to wheat. It seemed to get worse when I was smoking because I'd get a serious case of the munchies where I'd go through a metric shit ton of cereal and peanut butter toast. I don't even know if this is a better or worse result. What I do know is I am going to the moon later. So, we never actually found out. Is it actually possible to be allergic to weed? Um, asking for a friend? Right, what have we got next? Posted by Deadface3405. Today I fucked up by answering the phone and telling someone my dad died. Today, I fucked up by answering the house phone showing an unknown number asking for my stepdad. Now, for some context here, even after his death last October 2020... We received several telemarketer and scam calls asking for him, so when I answered, I didn't think it would be anyone we knew. After answering the phone and assuming it was a telemarketer, I bluntly and coldly said to the caller, Oh, he's dead, and hung up. They called back 30 seconds later and explained they were close friends of his and someone I had actually met and who had gone to their house before and had dinner and were pretty close over the years. 
Turns out that this is someone who had become close friends with my stepdad while he was going through chemo at the same time as this caller's wife. The reason he didn't know up until now that my stepdad had passed away is because he was trying to reach my stepdad's number, which is no longer in service, and eventually found the house number which he ultimately used to get to me. I immediately felt mortified and apologized refusely over and over. He understood and said it was okay, but I could not help but feel like a total asshole for the blunt, unfeeling way I declared his death. Now, I just want to abstain from answering the phone ever. I just saw one of the top comments on this one. A lot of today I fucked ups are actually today I behaved like a perfectly normal person, but felt bad about it unnecessarily. Yes. That, that about sums it up, I think. Cool. Right, next story. Posted by Not Steve Actually. Today I fucked up by telling my daughter Freddie Mercury was dead. Obligatory, this happened in 2018. I was reminded of it yesterday, which was the 30th anniversary of Freddie Mercury's death. We listened to a lot of music with the kids, Queen being the top of the list because the songs are fun to sing to. When Bohemian Rhapsody was at the theatre, the older kids, 17 and 16, went with their friends to see it. This left the youngest 12 out, so I took her myself on a later showing the same day. She is vibrating with happiness to see the story of the band she likes and is singing her favourite Queen songs on the way there. Bicycle race waiting in line at the concession for popcorn. No one else is at this theatre, so Flash to really belt out the chorus to hear the echo. Us both trying to remember the correct order of Bohemian Rhapsody while we sit in our seats waiting for the movie to start. It's that beautifully wholesome kid excitement. The movie starts. We stop singing and settle in. She is enthralled with the ups and downs of the band members. When Freddie is on screen, she is nodding or shaking her head at his decisions. Then we are at the part of the film where he announces he is sick. I hear a sob. On the drive to the theatre, I explained this was actors playing the roles and it was going to cover some difficult topics. But it was at this moment I realised my today I fucked up. While we listen to the music, we do not often talk about the artist's personal lives or their current position on the mortal coil. As the movie ends, it's confirmed how badly this was going when she whispers, Wait, he's dead? and starts sobbing. It is one of her favourite stories to tell people when someone brings up horrible things their parents did to them. Okay, guys, that's all we've got time for today. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Feel free to bash some comments out down there and let me know what you thought. And if you're not following, make sure you follow because we are dropping two episodes a week. I'm crazy. Let me out of here. They won't let me leave until I've recorded all the episodes. And if you like listening to podcasts, I bet you love listening to audiobooks. And if you want to make sure authors and narrators are getting their fair share for producing them, head on over to Audiobook Kraken. Thank you very much, and I will see you next week. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. True terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, Disturbed, Terror Takes Center Stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there.